Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we've got some great malicious compliance against a manager who thinks it's okay to berate employees in front of customers. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, not allowed to go upstairs unless I'm going to sleep? Alright. For context, I have relatively strict parents. My parents are the worst at parenting and cannot admit that they're wrong even though the explanation consists of simple logic to understand. The result of that is that my little brother cannot accept that I have something he doesn't. Everything should be equal no matter what. If told to do something simple like keep the plates back in the kitchen or say sorry, he will not cooperate and throw a tantrum. I think you get it by now. All of this happened before. Yesterday I got shouted at for locking my door and not responding to them calling me. Like any other child, I argued back and that resulted in my door being locked in my room and their rule of, you are not allowed to go upstairs unless you're going to sleep. Oh, that's all? Okay. Not even a minute later, my little brother comes down and asks me to come upstairs because he's scared to be in the room alone. We share one room. I told him I can't accompany him as I'll get yelled at for going upstairs unless I'm about to sleep. He turned to my mom and asked her to come with him. My mom yelled at me to take him upstairs. I looked back at her and said the same thing I told him. She started ranting about how I shouldn't have slept during the afternoon and that she won't be able to sleep because of me. I told her that I never said I won't go to sleep. She didn't like that one bit. She asked me will I at least help her with dusting upstairs? I told her the same excuse with fake tears and said that my room was locked. She started mumbling that no one ever helps her around the house. I eventually went upstairs and put my brother to bed and watched my phone and waited for her to get upstairs. When she did, my room was locked and she struggled to find the key my dad hid. It was amusing to listen to her struggle to follow a rule that both of them made up. The next day, my room was unlocked and I have tuition at 11. I finished my breakfast and sat there watching the TV instead of waiting for the computer to come on and get ready. My mom just stared at me and asked why I wasn't sitting for tuition. I told her with the same fake tears that I can't do that as my dad will yell if I don't respond in the middle. She said that she'll take the blame for it and will talk about him about this rule. Right now I'm in tuition and they haven't called me once. Moral of the story, don't enforce a rule irrationally. I love that OP's staying relatively cool, calm, and collected here, and I'm glad the parents are honestly responding well. It seems like it might honestly be a learning lesson for them. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit that subscribe button down below. That said, our next story is properly trained. I was hired by an affordable housing, finance, and construction company about three years ago to be their sustainability coordinator. That job title is only a name because they've literally not given me anything to do with the environment or sustainability, but instead are treating me as the assistant to everyone. Which, you know what, really sucked, but hey, I'm a team player. 
So a little more than two years go by, and I'm still doing the assistant stuff and swamped with work because of it. One of my bosses decides that I'm not busy enough and decides to give me the role of safety supervisor for our entire construction portion of the company. You know, the six developments that we have under construction and the 200 plus employees? So being the team player that I am, I decide to help out with that. I come to find out that we are over a year out of compliance with three of the six developments. So after like six weeks of trying to catch us up, I finally have all of the documents and applications filled out, and I just need my boss to fill out a very, very small section and sign the documents, and I'm pumped about that. I caught us up about two weeks before all of the major holidays, and right before I go on vacation, nope, apparently not. My boss decides to not fill out any of the applications before I go on vacation and before he goes on vacation, and that freaking broke me. I was constantly told that this is extremely important and that we needed to get these in as soon as possible, and instead of getting angry, I decided in that moment to make sure that we will be compliant with everything. So cue malicious compliance. As the safety supervisor, I'm in charge of all the training that the entire company goes through, which mainly applies to people in the field, but the one thing that all employees have to do is harassment training. This harassment training takes about two and a half hours to do if you're not a supervisor. If you are a supervisor, you have to take a four hour course. So I go to set this up and find out that my boss is not set up for the supervisor harassment training and we can't have that. So I set my boss up with a four hour harassment training course, which if I'm being honest, he needs sexist, racist, transphobic and homophobic. Bonus points if you can schedule it for a time that he would absolutely despise, like the last four hours on a Friday or something. Our next story is, teacher said, If you don't tell me who walked in during prayer, you will all be sent to the principal's office. I was reading through this sub and was immediately brought back to senior year of high school. I went to a Catholic school and we took a religion course every year. My senior year, it was social justice. Our teacher, we'll call her P, was the absolute worst. She was brand new, extremely homophobic, and basically hated anyone who wasn't extremely Catholic. Every morning we had morning prayer, pledge of allegiance, and announcements before the official start of class. P would purposely close the classroom doors and lock them, so anyone who came in after prayer started would have to stand in the hallway until the morning announcements are over. On this particular morning, my friend B was speaking to a teacher before first period social justice. He made it right at the bell, but P had already locked the doors. Prayer began and one of our classmates snuck over to the door and let B in. We thought all was well until announcements ended and P starts screaming at us to tell her who was late. None of us say a peep because snitches get stitches and end up in ditches. P gets angrier and says, If you don't tell me who walked in during prayer, you will all go get late slips from the principal. Our entire class, about 20 kids, looked at each other and decided to comply. We all walked downstairs and into the lobby of our school where the principal and VP offices were. Our VP took one look at us and said, What the hell are you all doing here? We told him P sent us all there to get late slips because we let B in during prayer. P considers that late and none of us wanted to snitch. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Plus, B was on time to school and would have been in the classroom had P not locked the doors before the bell. He paused and looked at us all for a bit chuckled and said get back to class needless to say that was p's first and last year teaching there this next story is i got my brother exactly what he wanted for his birthday i think this post might be better suited for petty revenge but it's also malicious compliance so here's my story it started out in 2019 i was 19 and he was 21 trying to scramble and get my brother john a really nice gift for christmas I ended up getting John a CD he really wanted, like really wanted. At the end of Christmas, I realized that John got me literally nothing and had intended for our mother to get me socks, so I just kind of internalized it. Cut to mid-2020 and he was back in town. His birthday rolls around and he asked for 100 Dragon Shield card sleeves. Dragon Shield, huh? I can work with this. I went to my local board game store where John is pretty well known. And I talked to one of the employees about getting the ugliest color of dragon shield sleeves, fusion. They're this weird color between brown and pink. They are so ugly that they actually stopped making them due to the lack of demand. They had one box of 100 count, so I bought them. I wrapped them nicely and gave them to him with receipt. John was not happy with this present because it meant one of two things. It meant he either had to socially interact with the employees to return them, which despite liking them, he doesn't like social interactions if he can avoid them, or he'd have to use them and stare at the card sleeves that are so ugly, the company that made them stopped making them. Hey, he can't complain though, at least you got something for him. Our next story is giving her what she asked for. I run a newspaper, now the owner. We get mad people frequently it's part of the job. Sometimes these people are mad because they missed our deadline. Hey, we don't set deadlines because we like it. 
Deadlines are so that we can get the paper out on time. The paper hits the street Tuesday evenings. One Wednesday, a Karen walked in. This was years before Karen's got the nickname. She hands me a sheet of paper. I need to get this in the paper this week. Uh, ma'am, this week's paper is already printed. I point to the stack of papers in the wire rack next to her. She says, no, this has to be in the paper this week. She explained why it must be in that week's edition. I forget the details. Further, I never read the paper in her hand to see what was so vital. Most likely it was a yard sale or a community event announcement. The kind of stuff small community newspapers thrive on. Realizing reason and Karen did not inhabit the same universe, I reached over the counter and grabbed a newspaper. I took the paper from her hand and shoved it into the newspaper next to the grocery store insert. There you are, I said, handing her the paper. Well, thank you, she said brightly, a happy smile on her face. She turned and headed out the door. She also didn't pay for the paper she took. I am honestly astounded by the reaction of this lady. Our next story is, go on break right now. Alrighty then. I work online at the bread restaurant. This morning, a cocky new manager opened the store. He came from another store, so he thinks he knows everything and is trying to manage the wrong things. For example, when I'm on the line, I make sure everyone gets a break if they want one. This includes me. I'm not a manager, so I'm not trying to get screwed out of my break by ensuring my coworkers get one too. However, being on the line all morning, I know when the best times for people to go on break are and who can step in to cover those people. Today though, this manager decided it was his big chance to enforce the rules and make sure everyone went on break. So he assigned us all times to take our breaks. I don't like this guy. He's lazy and never helps out on the line when we need it. So today was my opportunity to sit back and watch it all fall apart. Our catering person had to open the front of the store and be cashier all day, so the line had to do her catering order. No big deal, I used to do catering and would be happy to do it if asked. Will I volunteer to do it? Heck no. Not my responsibility when Mr. Manager wants to delegate everything. Instead, he didn't even print the order or tell us to do it until like 9.30. He also didn't ask anyone to do it. He printed it, hung it up on the line, and walked back to the office to continue doing nothing. No problem, I'll start making sandwiches for it. Too bad my break is at 10. When I left for the break, most of the catering orders still had to be made. Soups weren't on the line yet and people had started ordering them. Mr. Manager is still in the office. When I leave for break, no one will be available to make the order because they're making the orders on the screen. Not my problem. I let Mr. Manager know the situation, to be nice, and went on break. When I got back, it was a disaster. The order was exactly how I left it. Mr. Manager was still in the office and only like two of the soups had been brought up. It was an absolute crap show and I had a front row seat. It was so validating to watch it all crash and burn. Maybe this dude will learn to stop trying to fix things that aren't broken and instead focus on actually helping out. Our next story is yell at me in front of a customer? Fine. Everyone gets 18 ounces of free coffee. This was a while ago and I've since quit this job. I used to work at a diner on the weekends. To-go coffees are served in styrofoam cups and only come in one size, 12 ounce. A trucker came in for breakfast and he asked for a big coffee to-go. Again, they only came in one size, so I sold him a 12 ounce coffee and gave him his cup. 
Usually we leave space in case people want to add cream, but I filled his up all the way. Then my manager pulls me aside in front of him and reprimands me for not giving him a big coffee like he asked for, all while he's nodding and smiling. When I asked her what she would like me to do because we only have coffee cups in one size, she told me that I should have known I was supposed to use a styrofoam soft drink cup instead. Those cups are 30 ounce. In my entire time working there, we have never done that. There is no option in the register to charge someone for a 30 ounce coffee. But the customer was upset, so she made up a non-existent rule on the spot and belittled me to make him happy. She threw me under the bus. You would be surprised how many customers ask for big, large, jumbo, huge, enough to fill a 10-gallon coffees every day. It's usually a joke followed by some comment about them being tired. They aren't really asking about coffee cup size, they're just trying to make conversation and use silly words. So, for the next several months, I proceeded to give every single person who made a comment about coffee size a 30 ounce coffee and charge them for a 12 ounce. That coffee maker was constantly going. I mean constantly. We were going through bags of coffee like crazy. Almost as if we were selling nearly three times as much without making more profit from it. I mean honestly, if I went to a place and I asked for a big coffee and I got a giant 30 ounce coffee for the price of what a 12 ounce one would be, you'd probably start getting some nice repeat business if the coffee wasn't bad. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another absolutely awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.